everyone. This is the first episode of Fictionality, a nerdy podcast for things that are good. My name is Brenda. Everyone else, would you like to introduce yourselves? Totally. Yeah. I'm Mary. I'm Paloma. And I'm Rochelle. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> hey. Someone tweeted the other day about like, man, if there's more than one person on a podcast, I will never like learn like who they are or whatever. And I'm like, man, I feel it. Like I've been listening to my brother, my brother, and me for a few years, and I'm like, I know Griffin's voice. Those other two, I'm not positive. Yeah, it's like Travis who? <laughs> Which one's Travis? Which one's Justin? Oop. I don't know. Sometimes. I still don't know. <laughs> I enjoy them all. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to start off this episode. Well, hopefully, if you're listening, you listen to episode zero, where in which we just introduced ourselves and talked for a while. In this episode, we're going to kind of tr- start to introduce a new format. Um, we're going to start this episode off with everyone sharing a small thing that they currently think is pretty good. Um, who would like to start? Um, I can go. I'll go. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Bren- Wait, no, shit. Paloma, you Paloma. go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you go. <laughs> Um, I was looking for a new anime to watch on my own, and I was like, people keep talking about Hunter Hunter. Let me sit down with this. Good old Gollum Freaks. Yes. (laughs) Gollum. Really lives up to that last name. Um, He a freak. But yeah. Wait, is that really his last name? Yeah, Freaks. Freaks. I didn't know how to say it. I just saw it written on Wikipedia, so thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, Continue. it's like enjoyable throughout most of it, but the Chimera Ant arc will really rock your whole world. <laughs> um, they're so. not hunters, like, they're not even hunters yet. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like puzzle masters at this point. They're like at puzzle school. They're trying to figure out how to, <laughs> like, hunt each other, kind of. Yeah. What? Okay. Dude, a class <laughs> of dangerous Are they game. trying to become hunters the whole time? No, no, no. They get to be hunters, oh, and then, okay, thank then God. the crazy stuff happens. Oh. <laughs> Man, Hunter Hunter was weird. <laughs> and it, like, encapsulates a very weird time where I think I watched it, like, right when everyone was got shut into their homes at first. So just, <laughs> I'll always associate <laughs> uh, 2020 coronavirus with Hunter Hunter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Like the theme song plays and you're just like, 2020. <laughs> what is the, how you said it's like, da 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 We all, you, you have it on the old work playlist because I was like, I've never seen the show before. And the theme song came on and I was like, wait, I, I've heard this for hours, for days. <laughs> for hours. Just another instance of me listening to an anime song that I don't watch the anime for. Which we spoke of last week. <laughs> Which was actually a month ago for us. <laughs> oh my god! Who would like oh, to go wow. next? I'll go. Um, my entire life is consumed by One Piece right now, and I just watched a particularly emotionally draining episode right before I hopped on here. So oh, shit! I, I'm like halfway through the series, so you can only imagine. Oh my god! Uh, Boy. Uh yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've been watching it for two years and you're halfway through the season or the, the series. It's Listen, been two I a, years. I, I was reading it for a while and like, so I covered a lot of ground that way. Oh, okay. It it's just. I'm just kidding. I just, it's, isn't it like 5,000 episodes? No, it is 900 and something <laughs> or other. <laughs> I was, cl- was kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading an interview the other day, and one, I can't believe this has been going for like 20 years, because it started in like the 90s or whatever. What? <laughs> and the guy who wrote it, he was like, yeah, I think we're getting pretty close to the end. It should be done in about four or five years. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. There was that one story where... Uh, the creator of One Piece, there was like a, a fan of his who was, had a terminal illness and he went to go talk to him and told him the ending of One Piece. <gasps> oh my god. And then the guy, like the guy with the illness was just like, One Piece is so beautiful. This is so wonderful. And I'm so glad I got oh to know my what happened. And I was like, ah! I have chills. I think about it all the time. Like I can't get into One Piece personally, mm-hmm. um, but I think the art style is really, really cool. And that story just, like, warms my my heart. It's, like, 
if you're into shonen, and I've watched a lot of it at this point, I think I can safely say it's like my favorite and what I think's the best Whoa. as someone who's like a Naruto like at heart thing. But like, yeah, no, I don't know. It's just it's. I think because it's so long, you have so much room to like get cozy and explore these characters. So like, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's not for everybody. It's a commitment, but <laughs> it's good. Definitely. What are you into this week, Brenda? What am I? Well, I'm caught up on Detective Conan now, <laughs> since we're talking anime mm-hmm. here. Um, so, like, that's that has 900 episodes too, and I'm I'm caught up. Oh and my now god! I don't know what to do with my life. Oh my god! I just watched an OVA, an original video animation. I don't know if that's what that stands for. <laughs> I assumed it did. I think that's what it is because, like, they, they're released on tape. Anyway, I watched one that was like called like Ten Years on in it uh shinichi gets like a cold and he like has like this fever dream where he just grows up as conan and he never gets to be like big again and it's like the most heart-wrenching thing i've seen in a long time it's i'm still thinking about it because it's just like oh well like his friends are like yeah you just kind of gave up on trying to like become shinichi again and it's just like whoa did you cry a little bit. I teared up because there's this <laughs> confrontation that he has at his house with Ron, his um, his girlfriend, and it's very devastating. <laughs> cool. It was really good though, and now I'm caught up. So that's amazing. Looking for a new anime. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my favorite thing. I don't know if you're into shoujo, but you Ooh. could always hop up on the YouTube and watch every episode of Nana. <laughs> Which oh my fun. god what yeah ayazawa my queen um <laughs> i haven't seen nana in a long time <laughs> I, me either i remember like the senior of high school just sitting in front of my computer one week like the whole week when i got out of school like i need to watch nana right now because i've like been getting the manga from the farmington library like the farmington yeah. library um <laughs> And there was somebody else who would be, like, getting it in between time, and they were ahead of me, so I'd have to <gasps> wait until they, like, checked Ooh. it back in. <laughs> yeah, I need to know. But it never officially ended. Like, I think Ayazawa I, I got sick, and then it just, like, oh. never officially ended. So now I'm just, like, online, like, what happens? <laughs> Do the nanas? You have to write some fan fiction. Make a yeah. Fan fiction days are long gone. (laughs) Long gone. That's what I told myself. (laughs) Here I am. 2006 was a wild year on Quizilla. Oh my god! (laughs) Reading fan fiction on Quizilla is such like a niche corner of the internet that I'm glad I never did that. No, I didn't know that was possible. Oh yeah, yeah, that was (laughs) Chef's Kiss. There will never be another Quizilla. (laughs) I was just like straight on fanfiction dot it's like this is good yeah it's got a good tag system yeah this is fine and then eventually like kind of migrated to uh archive of our own when that went out of beta it's still in beta what am i saying because <laughs> um, that had an even better tagging system it really um, did everyone who yeah and everyone who's ever published something on archive of our own um technically has an honorary um hugo award oh wow <laughs> what so you're looking or listening <laughs> to an honorary Hugo Award winning. <laughs> oh my god! Fan fiction writer. I'm gonna do a little clap for that. That's wow. Yeah. I knew all of those those hours were gonna get me an honorary Hugo Award one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you just have to like on your like website or whatever just have to be like Hugo Award winner and then just no explanation. <laughs> yeah, Hugo Award winning. What'd you write? I don't tell mm. anyone about that. Oh. <laughs> I think you should mind your business. <laughs> That's a great idea for like a nice romance shoujo. Like I, I fell in love with my favorite fanfic writer oh. and met them in public. Like it's like an enemies to lovers. Like oh I'm sorry. no, hold on. I'm gonna write that in my notes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so fan fiction is back on the table then. <laughs> I watched a K-drama once called Let's Eat. Um, me and Paloma have watched a couple episodes of this together. But the premise of it is that there's, like, this woman who's, like, really into this um, food blogger. Mm-hmm. And turns out it's her neighbor whom she hates. Wait, <laughs> is that kind of like the sweet celery man? 
Have you what? ever heard? Well, just... Yeah, what? No. Okay, there's a there's so there's this really great oh god, you have to watch it's a it's a live action, but it's like this man who works for a company like selling books to bookstores. He he's really great at his job. But he always plans us like he can go to like a random bakery or sweets. Pl- he fucking loves sweets. The whole show Damn. is about how he loves sweets. Same. So he'll like plan his his trip around the sweets place. But his coworker, who's like suspicious of him, um, goes on the blog and it's like, "Where is he going today?" Oh well, he went to the sweets place. I know it's him, and he'll just be like, "I sold like fifty thousand books. Like I don't know what to tell you. I was on my job." So she's like obsessed with finding out who the like the sweets man is, but thinks that it's the man who would. It's it's wild and like this sounds so good. The way that they describe food and the way that they show him getting like splashed with like syrup when he goes to like eat different things. It's it's great. There's animation, not animation. It's like him like characters wearing like parfait heads or like weird <laughs> <laughs> it's so wow. good it sounds so, so good I love it's that. on netflix it should still be on netflix it's What's called, it called like sweet salary man i think it's called hmm. <laughs> okay it's if you like weird live action like stoic glasses shoujo yes. boy <laughs> <laughs> yes of course always wow. <laughs> it's good <laughs> that sounds lovely well awesome so those are some of our things that were good this week i say we transitioned right into this week's topic um mary you are our researcher for the week um would you like to start us off i would this is not uh, a legitimate so... presentation <laughs> <laughs> oh okay I'll, i could feel your anxiety you were just like oh school flashbacks <laughs> Oh man, I, I hate school. I dropped out for a reason. Um, what's it called? You may have thought this podcast was about anime up until this point, but it's not just about that. We read books with pictures. Um, um and today we're talking about Tilly Walden, who, if you like comics or graphic novels and have been into a store that sells those things, you may be familiar with her name. Um, yeah, so Tilly Walden is a cartoonist, illustrator, and educator, and she grew up in New Jersey and moved to Texas So at some point in her youth, which is, anyways, um, <laughs> she got her education from the Center for Cartoon Studies in Vermont, uh, when she just went to school for storytelling, which is cool. So her first book was published when she was still in high school, um, at age 17 which is insane um that was the end of summer which i personally have not read because it was not available to me for a while have you guys read the end of summer no no i haven't i don't think it was ever like if it was available it like appeared and i was like nice and then it disappeared forever (laughs) like at some point like after i read are you listening i was like oh i'm gonna order like all these older books of hers and then they, would, uh, they weren't like available anymore but i think we're getting a store um soon so that's cl- i'll probably buy them so that sounds good to me um oh man she's got seven published books so far um most notably spinning which is her uh autobiographical book about competitive figure skating which is the insane talent. um on a sunbeam which is a gay space epic and Are You Listening, which is, like, about a road trip, but that's a very loose interpretation of that book. <laughs> <laughs> there's a road trip. There's a cat. There's lots of other things. Yeah. Yeah. Dealing with the traumas of one's past. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, she just holds a very special place in the... I hate when you say all ages in, about a book, because I feel like so many people take that as meaning kids. Yeah. But, like... Mm-hmm. Even though it specifically says all ages yeah people don't get it they hear that and they're like this is just a book for kids but her mm-hmm. work is so universal that but it's... everyone can yeah mm-hmm. and i've definitely been arguing at work since like i read it that like are you listening maybe goes into like everything like i don't know that it belongs in the kids section just because it deals with some pretty i feel like it tells the story in a more adult way than like her other books have that i've read um but yeah, she just is like a this like powerhouse of that like acceptable to everybody 
like queer teenage girl or non-binary person like area and it's mm-hmm. just she's really her work is very personal but it's like also very relatable i feel like to people that have um existed yeah. <laughs> in like this world um and like are queer in some way and it's like pretty cool um yeah i mean that's the short spiel about it i have some notes here that are mostly just summaries of her books and i realized that's kind of dumb and we can just talk about all of them um but also in addition to her really great uh writing um she also like does all the art for her books as well um so she's a writer and artist and she's got a really cool tarot deck coming out uh next month that looks beautiful and i need that yeah Mm -hmm. i don't even have any sort of decks like that and this might be the time when I start getting into that whole thing because it seems fun and her work is beautiful. What she can do with colors, I, I'm just in awe. Yeah, I really appreciate artwork that is like simple more or less. I mean, and not that, <laughs> but like, you know, she uses like flat colors a lot of the time and like her line work is like cartoonish pretty much. And But like, it's really nice. It's very, she's very good at what she does. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I was like on her website looking it up and she was like, yeah, here are my sketchbook pages. I don't really do like a sketchbook. Most of these are just like finished pieces, but um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're beautiful. They're just all That's, that's nice great. That's wonderful. <laughs> the way she uses pla- like places and space, mm-hmm. yes. not space like the, the great you know, <laughs> beyond, but like the way she uses like buildings and like... Mm-hmm. And mixes it with figures. I know, like, in, in uh, I love this part. Like, she just mm-hmm. puts, like, a giant teen girl in the middle of a city. Yeah. I don't know. It just makes me feel things. It's, <laughs> like, I remember reading that while I was supposed to be working at work. <laughs> and, like, almost crying. <laughs> it's, it, she, <laughs> she just, uh, I don't know. She has a way of, she has a way with uh, things and, yeah, she- and stuff. <laughs> I was reading an interview, and she specifically was like, because she teaches too, um, at oh. the um, cartoon center place where she went to school, and she, I guess, like tries to instill in people like when they're drawing like backgrounds and stuff, not to think of it as just like a background that's like taking up space, but like think of like this environment as like another character, and like mm-hmm. think about how it feels. And- to be honest, I meant to reread, like, a bunch of these books before this podcast, but I just mostly flipped through them and, like, in on a sunbeam, which, like, takes place in this, you know, I mean, it's in space, but it's in all these, like, fantastical build, like, um, fantastical, like, big buildings mm-hmm. and, like, very elegant stuff. Like, it's just beautiful. I don't know how, to, like, the world she creates are so cool. Um, they just really pull you into it. What was uh? What was the first book you guys read by her? It was Honest Sunbeam. Was the first one that I read from her because Spinning came out, and then someone kind of was just like, eh, "It's only okay," and I was like, "Nah, I'll skip it." Because like you know, Spinning is, you know, it's a very personal story, but it's still kind of just it's an autobiography. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to read it really bad before we did this podcast, but it wasn't at the library, and it has not arrived. So, <laughs> you know, timing you know so i just never checked out spinning but when anna sunbeam came back into print it's this huge book mm-hmm. it's like how many pages like 400 pages? 500 i think it yeah. is 500 pages this book is massive um and i used to pitch it when i wrote to the comic book store i would pitch it as a love story uh through time and space mm-hmm. wow a gay love story through time and space <laughs> that's important to iterate this is a story that has there's just no men in the story there's women and non-binary individuals mm-hmm. and that's it um and it doesn't explicitly tell you that you kind of just like figure it out as you go in yeah. you're just like i have not seen a dude this whole time and i think it's pretty great yeah. i always <laughs> tell people that too oh this is you know in this world like men don't exist but that's not like really like a part of it that's not like central to the story it doesn't even matter they don't talk about it it's yeah. just the world building and it's they don't great even acknowledge it um they don't know what a man is it's like it's great <laughs> uh, but yeah that was the first one i read too and it just yeah because it's like it's this huge space epic and it takes place in like like you said all these different times and i like that you have this like crazy love story but then like 
she also does like this slice of life so well like between um our main character and like her adult life who's like traveling around uh on this spaceship repairing old space buildings with her crew and like it's really sweet and to see them get comfortable and cozy with each other like a family (laughs) i read the whole thing in a bathtub i think i mentioned this last episode but like you know i like to read in the tub so i was like i'll read just like a little bit of it and so like i get in the tub and i'm laying there and i'm reading and i'm reading and i'm reading and i just can't stop and so the water gets cold i just put new water in the tub (laughs) i just did not get out until i read this whole 500 page graphic novel and then i'm just like a gross prune just laying there and crying because it's a very emotional book it's so beautiful Um, it's so beautiful and And it's like i don't think i've read anything since then that has like made me feel so much it both is incredible and kind of infuriating and that's just me because i'm 29 and i haven't accomplished anything (laughs) tilly walden's out here you've accomplished stories (laughs) it's okay you're a hugo award winner tilly walden yeah yeah Yeah. i forgot i have a hugo award Yeah, no, that was, that's like the crazy thing though is that so she's like twenty two now I think so no, she like had her first <laughs> book come out when she was in high school and then year after year she's like and another and another and another like and it just doesn't show any signs of stopping which Mm-mm. I can't complain about because I love to consume her work. Yeah, it's so good, but it also makes you want to like cut your hands off. And like throw them in the trash. Well, person, this is personal. I when I found out that spinning came out when Tilly Walden was like, no, was it? Maybe she was nineteen. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. Yeah, I was definitely like. So what you're saying is, I'm never drawing another thing. <laughs> I'm like, I give up. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen for me. <laughs> but, I think um, in everyone here's defense it seems like she (laughs) comes from a pretty like artsy embracing family that they're those kids that like to go to art high schools and stuff like that that have a little bit of a leg up on the rest of the world but it's like an elf yeah it's like you know (laughs) my art school or not art school my school my high school uh we ran out of paint like in (laughs) what november one time nice there was just no paint and it's like i didn't i lived in fenton which is like oh wow this is hoity toity (laughs) dumb i have family that lives there that's funny (laughs) (laughs) you're right so there's this specific yeah there's this yeah i'm like "Mm." there's a specific area around this lake in in Fenton called Lake Fenton and there's a school district around this and it's like the fancy school district in the area and yet all that money goes into sports we ran out of paint <laughs> there was no paint we ran out of ink we ran out of paper and it's like in where we were that should not have happened <laughs> it was it's part of the artistic struggle incredible. Brenda you gotta <laughs> yeah. suffer for art no <laughs> you have to no there shouldn't be anything country. enjoyable about it <laughs> No, there's <laughs> no. I hate it. I went to a sports school too, and like all the other schools, like I remember North Farmington got to learn how to develop photos, and I was okay. like, so I can take either ceramics, drawing, or jewelry, and I've taken all the classes in both of in all of those classes. Like I don't know, and they're like, oh, well, I you know I, we have a radio station. I don't know if they had a radio station, but like we get to do you know making and like photography with real you know not 38 millimeter i'm thinking of guns i think sorry (laughs) (laughs) you're doing great (laughs) we could just shoot you know yeah no they definitely and like my school was like well we're building a new practice field for the football team (laughs) i'm just like but we have everything that we need for a dark room like what's going on we could be exposing things, but instead, <laughs> I'm making a vase for the fifth semester in a row. Oh my god. We had a dark room, but they got rid of it for some reason. Somebody did something foul in there, I'm sure. Oh, no, absolutely. I took <laughs> yeah, it. I was in photo my freshman year, and yeah, it was gross in there at any given time. Oh. <laughs> like, 
that teacher leaves and it's dark. Oh. <laughs> At um, my school, that was like the digital media department. Digital media. <laughs> well, for one, I do a lot of digital media now. I do like audio for the podcast. I do like editing. So that's just what I do. I didn't take a single digital media class in high school because it was just an absolute farce. Like, Man. I thought you were going to say fart and I was going to... Yeah, me too. <laughs> that nice. also. An absolute it was just fart. like complete anarchy. And I just did not want to be a part of it. So all in all, high school kids are gross, but yeah. yes. I'm glad Tilly Walden exists. Yeah, And I'm glad for yes. her art education yeah. because she's here to write books for us. She makes good stuff. Yeah, And it's hard to not be better sometimes, but also uh, we got as we grow older, we have to not be angry at the youth. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I have to check myself so much. And I'm like, you don't have to act this way. <laughs> you can just let young people do what young people do. And if they're better than you, that's okay. <laughs> Through They're cooler team. than me and they know it. <laughs> yeah, we're cool, though. We're all pretty cool. Yeah, yeah we're still cool, we're cool Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know, Tilly Walden... Um, also, like, I read Are You Listening? Like, I remember it came out for a while, and I don't know, I was like, oh, I really liked On a Sunbeam, but then there's this other book, and, like, I don't know, the cover didn't grab me, or some stupid reason, I don't even know. <laughs> like, then I remember I was just, like, laying in bed, and, like, the light was, like, super dim, and that story's already, like, the way she drew mm. it, like, it's pretty moody, and so, like, I was just sitting there, like, reading through it, and, like, it's, like, my ideal story setting, like this like slice of life sort of thing but like with really surreal weird bits and like uh cause, you know there's the whole part of it where you know they're in this weird texas town that doesn't actually exist and that just kind of west appeared texas. in there west texas and like you know the road is like coming off of the ground and just like dr seuss like winding all the way through the sky and stuff and they're just driving along it like huh this is weird <laughs> but like I don't know. It's just that's kind of what road trips feel like. Like, yeah. like when you're on like a road trip and you don't know where you are, you get like that feeling of being in a liminal space. Mm -hmm. Like, does everyone know like what a liminal space is? No, but I was gonna go along with it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know the definition, but it's like a gas station at three in the morning. Oh, um, yeah. You know it when you feel it. You're like, mm -hmm. this is a place where maybe nothing, like time isn't moving, mm -hmm. and um. Well, that's... Something feels off. So I just think gas station at three in the morning, like in the lobby, like where the snacks are and the lights are on and you're just like, no one should be here right now. Man, that's how I feel when I go to bingo and it's 1 a.m. and bingo's still going. <laughs> <laughs> like, where is bingo station. happening at one o'clock in yeah, the morning? Yeah, where? Where is bingo uh, happening? At the at the garden bowl. The, oh, the... I was thinking of like... <laughs> A really lit, like, senior citizen home. Oh, man. Yeah. I would love to go to one of those. Those seem insane. They're like, wow, but, yeah, They go hard. You have to, like, pay to play at those things. And oh, I assume oh. the prizes are good. They have to be. Yeah. Probably, like, grocery gift cards and stuff. That sounds That'd be real great. good. <laughs> I'm not going to sneeze Sign at that. Up. My bridge card runs out pretty soon. <laughs> Sign oh, us man. up. Hey, uh... Government people, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm ready for my second stimulus check. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, when is that going to come? Like, PUA, glad mm -hmm. I'm still kind of getting it. But man, that 600 was like pretty, pretty fucking rad. Because <laughs> I could survive on that. Oof. It was oh, great. man. A living wage. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> what a concept. It's not survival. Absolutely not. Oh, sorry. At least we have books. No. <laughs> Living, yes. God bless the library. Like, I I love the library. Yeah, I don't think I'll read anymore once I quit my comic book job. <gasps> That's what I, I thought. For shame. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I will. I just. <laughs> That's what I thought. I, I took like a six month hiatus and I was just. Because there's no comic book store in Fenton mm -hmm. anymore. Um, <laughs> I imagine it was weird before whatever was there um it was i'll say what it was because it's dead now nice. it was a bc comics um uh, which one of my former co-workers in grand rapids used to work at one of their locations and it was an absolute shit show oh. <laughs> oh, um so yeah it wasn't a great 
place to begin with. I was even considering maybe opening my own, like just a little, yeah. just a little, little, hot. little tiny place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the coronavirus. Oh man! I had a little spot picked out. Didn't yours have a drive-through capability? It had a drive-through. That was a big component. Wow, <laughs> that would be so amazing. Hot. Yeah, yeah, right. Especially now in these yeah. pandemic times, so mm-hmm. I have no mm-hmm. money, but I will back your endeavor. Yeah, <laughs> emotionally. Send me the Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta go to business school. No, nah. no, you don't. Learn- business uh, school, business school. Yeah, <laughs> anyone who goes to business school is a clown. They might as well be going to the Barnum and Bailey's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry to any business majors that I've offended on this podcast. Um, no but business. just know you also double majored and have a clown degree also. <laughs> you think you don't, but you do. I major oh, in man. business and minor in juggling. <laughs> oh my god. I have a lot of debt. I wish I went to business school. Oh no. <laughs> Same. Someday someone will ascend from the heavens and just absolve us of all of our school debt. Wow. Hopefully. That's, I hope so. That's what I'm hoping for. But also payments are stalled till December, so. Okay. Yeah, that's really sweet. Every time mine was about to start, they were like, oh no, we're going to push this back some. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you did exactly that dance. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that's, just, that's just me. That's vibing. I love it. I love it. Oh man, so what, I, I'm gonna be honest, I've actually only read Are You Listening and On a Sunbeam. Um, you you haven't read Spinning read either? Uh, we didn't, we don't have it, we haven't had it at the comic shop, which is oh, my you, personal oh. library, so I... Would you like to borrow it? It's a good one. <gasps> oh, Spinning I do, ha- I can read Spinning, oh, but I, I just have oh. not. Are, Sorry, I no, said, I've yeah, read I thought you On a Sunbeam too. and Are You Listening. Mm. I need to. I well, hear it's good. I have uh, good. this the the nice little shorty. Uh, I love this part. Is I love this that? part, which is like you can Ooh. read it in like ten minutes, but then you want to go back oh. and like look at every page because it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, it hurts so good. It's so <laughs> it's um, similar to you, too. Rochelle. I read um, I love this part on my break oh! at work, <laughs> and I was like. I can't leave this office. I'm I'm crying. Yeah. You just have to like sit. You have to sit in it. You have to be yeah. like, ah, it's like first love. And then also mm-hmm. like first heartbreak. And then also like if you ever made like mixes for somebody that you really liked and you're like, oh, it's just like all of that. It's like the burn, the, the pain of teenage love and heartbreak. <laughs> wow. I love that. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to start crying again. That's okay. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Tears. <laughs> Nobody can hear these tears dropping on the floor, but they're real. <laughs> these anime tears. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you want to borrow it, I got it. I'd love to. I need to. My library copy should be here probably tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> Great timing there. Over. Post haste. Post. I like walked into the our post apocalyptic live apocalyptic apocalyptic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into like this post apocalyptic library, and I was just like, uh, "Excuse me, um, do you have spinning by Tilly Walden?" They're like, "Oh, spining." And I was like, mm-hmm. "That's close. Not- <laughs> That's not a thing." No, S- spinning like the motion. It's about ballet <laughs> oh my god which i thought it was about ballet but it turns out it is not about <laughs> ballet. Ice, nope. ice ballet. <laughs> so i've just been wrong this whole time <laughs> to be fair the outfits are similar and they also spin so without yeah. further Spinning, inspection yeah. it could be about Ooh. and the colors on the cover i feel like like the pinks and the mm-hmm. purples very kind of ballet vibes where when i think of figure skating i'm like blues mm-hmm. Yuri on ice colors. Paloma, <laughs> <laughs> oh. what's your favorite Tilly Walden book? Yeah. Um, I think my favorite would have to be, like it's close, but it would have to be Anna Sunbeam because mm-hmm. it does have the very cute boarding school slice of life and falling in love. And then even though they're doing kind of like they're in space and space is dangerous always, even though they're just chilling. I mm-hmm. 
I like how, I guess, how quiet a lot of her works are, even though they're, like, so emotionally powerful. I feel like as you're just, like, progressing through it, I don't know, there's something quiet quiet about it. And I also loosely remember seeing Anna Sunbeam, like, on Tumblr, because I believe it was, like, a webcomic first. Yeah. Like, it, like it's it a webcomic. It's baffling. It's so yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. why it's so long. I didn't know it was a webcomic. I'm like... She really just wrote this, like, 17,000-page <laughs> comic book with, like, every panel being, like, perfectly planned and the backgrounds are perfect. She just casually did that. That's that's wild. <laughs> I feel better now that it's a webcomic. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. She took the time. Oh, she really I did. Mean, I just love that world. Like, there's that part at the boarding school where, like, they're, like, flying those, like, fish. Yeah. Spaceship. <laughs> things around for fun maybe they write do they race with them i don't really remember i don't remember the purpose but of them she crashes one right yeah she yeah. crashes one but it was so pretty i was like man i would love to do that and like when they're just like repairing like old space buildings i'm like that looks beautiful i wouldn't mind doing that for a living <laughs> but it's really paced like an anime or a manga because like they don't give you a lot of explanation mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of anime and manga kind of don't do that either yeah. especially ones that aren't shown in or shoujo like more like adult um manga it's not adult manga. what are you trying I mean. to say <laughs> ah! adult <laughs> one piece is very adult <laughs> like ones that are just kind of like slower pacing mm-hmm. and as like you read you kind of have to build um your own knowledge of the world mm-hmm. nothing is kind of like just given to you you have to figure it out you have to be like yeah they drive these fish what of it (laughs) and i think it's like such a sweet balance you have to find too because it's like nobody wants to read 500 pages of exposition and like Mm -hmm. you kind of want to be thrown into the world but you want the world to also be approachable like you Mm -hmm. need to be given just enough information to like not feel lost Mm -hmm. like uh there's a current comic going on right now called Tartarus, and it's set in this really cool, like, you know, fantasy space world or whatever, and I like it a lot, and I like the art style, but, like, I'm also very confused and lost at times, because there's, like, just enough, like, for it to be foreign enough that I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, That's how I feel about anything but, written by Rick yeah. Remender. Screams. Yeah. yeah. Like... <laughs> I like Blow. I'm really far behind on it, but... It still does, like, the whole thing doesn't make sense. I think sense. you're quiet, right? I feel like a lot of the worlds that he builds are just kind of confusing for confusing's sake, and he doesn't give mm-hmm. you enough interesting bits to want you to feel, like, so, so you feel motivated to want to know more about this world. Mm-hmm. Low is the least egregious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Agreed. I'm trying to think of the most egregious. Black science <laughs> is pretty egregious. Um, what else? Didn't like Tokyo Ghost. Oh, oh. what? I didn't I mean, I'm not, like I'm it. Not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at it, but I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, I love. I think I think I was mostly like blinded by the art, though. Like, I was yeah, like, that's the thing. This is fucking like, Lo, cool. Yeah, Lo has beautiful art, and Tokyo Ghost has beautiful art, and then like, what was that driving one? Has yeah. Oh yeah, art. Death or Glory. Yeah. Oh, oh, I like Death or Glory. It's it's yeah, it's got. It's got what I like romance, and then I like really dumb, like not dumb, not saying it's dumb, but like dumb action. Yeah, <laughs> I like when dumb action. That one happens might be the like, least least egregious because it's set in the normal world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have not read it because no one has ever talked about it, or I haven't heard anything <laughs> good about it. But now <laughs> that I heard this, I will check it if out. If you like dumb uh, driving and like weird vengeance stories and also action and like a but like the main character is a girl who wears like a skin tight motorcycle suit (laughs) okay it's it's hot (laughs) shit (laughs) okay okay could i just read motor crush uh it's different okay Okay. i feel like motor crush takes place in a in a more of a sci-fi kind of thing where this one is more like oh just like takes place in whatever world swordfish also takes place in don't watch like fast and furious but comics (laughs) no that's more motor i don't know uh mm, is there a comic book equivalent to fast and the furious (laughs) that would be oh no i don't know (laughs) hmm Hmm. 
That takes I'm some tr- research. I don't want to know what that is, though. I don't know. It, it's fine. I'm not interested that much. It was a funny question. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> I don't like cars. <laughs> but, go on, like, the, the, the skill, having the skill to, like, make it feel like you not necessarily that you're a part of a world that you like in a comic book mm-hmm. but that you're like a visitor kind of like looking in on these things is like a very wild skill to have like she's really mm-hmm. Tilly Walden's really good at that where it's like you don't feel like you have to have any information previously you just kind of like drop in and these characters are doing their shit mm-hmm. and you're attached to them like you know them but then also you know it's still Oh, that sounds weird, but, like, <laughs> if that makes sense, it's, like, she doesn't make it too tough to figure out what's been going on in this place, but you're yeah. still, like, I want to know more, and I want to <laughs> be a part of this place, but, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's, like, a, a lot of comic books don't. A lot of comics don't do it. Like, they can't mm-hmm. just drop you in, and you are, you know... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my, brain, yeah. my brain had a meltdown for a second, but yeah. that was really good. Um, yeah. That's maybe, tough shit. <laughs> maybe like more mainstream comics don't always have the time mm-hmm. to kind of mm-hmm. tell like that sort of scope because 500 pages for a book. Whew. How long is an average comic book? Is it like 10? Like a trade? Like, uh, like a like... single issue. I feel like it's 32 pages, oh, but I don't know 32. how much of that wow, 10. is. Yeah. <laughs> 10 pages. <laughs> 30, 32-ish pages times, wait, I'm going to do some dumb math real quick to find you out like, how many issues of a book. Oh, yeah. How would... many single issues we're working with? Yeah. <laughs> math. So I did that math wrong. So that's about, okay, that's about 15, 16-ish issues. Um, so that's, there's about four to five issues in a volume. <laughs> it's like, Three volumes, roughly? Three to four? Okay, that is, you know, that's that's pretty average for a series. I think comics just have to do, like, like each trade is typically a story arc. Mm-hmm. Although I don't, I don't, I'm, like, not caught up at all, but I feel like the Black Panther in space, I feel like that is just, like, one big story arc, so that might be the closest thing, but again, I am not caught up, so I don't know how it plays out. But yeah, comics, like at least big two comics, they just they just don't even bother with long form stories like that, no, I feel. There's mm-hmm. no time. And I mean, that's like the cool thing about smaller published books is that they you can have cool young people making these things. And like, mm-hmm. um, she said something about, because someone was like, oh, you know, what is it like, like writing books for like teens or, you know, as opposed <laughs> to adults or whatever. And <laughs> She was just like, oh, well, I don't really see myself, you know, it's just like writing like just for teens, like teens are, you know, basically adults anyways. And, you know, it's like they lead, you know, these full like dramatic lives or because maybe someone made a comment about like, how she's like, oh, do you think you've lived enough to like write a a memoir already? (laughs) She was just like, yeah. (laughs) And. I think, and also, like, to put it in perspective, like, I guess I read that on a sunbeam, like, two years ago or something like that, and, like, I'm, I would be closer to 18 than it would be to, like, all the, like, 40-year-old dudes that are, like, writing a bunch of comics still and Mm -hmm. stuff, so, like, it just hits differently into, like, to not only have that, like, attachment to, like, your youth, but also be, like, really skilled at, like, writing in a way that appeals to, like, I don't even like saying more mature, because, like, I don't, like, but, like, older audiences, um... I don't know. It's really special, and she is really... I feel like she's just gonna get better and better as she gets Absolutely. older. It's just gonna be cool! Yeah, I can't wait. Do you think they'll ever make one of her things into, like, a movie? I'm and, trying to think if ooh. I'd want them to. Yeah, yeah that's like, what I was like, thinking. Like, is that <laughs> something that we want? Because, like, like, Hollywood... Not Hollywood. I feel like Netflix would probably be like, yeah, can we make a honest zombie yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I could see so. it being a cool, like, you know, like, Ghibli-type, yeah. like, movie. Ooh, yeah. Like, I think an, an animation would be cool. But, that like, would be absolutely let's go there. stunning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, anything fantastical in any aspect, like, once people are like, oh, well, should we do a live action? I'm like, 
Well, you don't have to. No, <laughs> like, no. Live action is definitely not the way to go because you can't make all of her fan. You'd have to make it so stylized, which mm-hmm. you, you could. Yeah. But Hollywood won't. Mm-mm. Like, maybe are you listening? Could I was going to say right, live action. That maybe, could, would be the maybe but... only one because it's like. I guess stuff is and like it, falling apart and crumbling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're just like it's just like yeah. Maybe it would be like the cheapest. They would like save on actors and they could use all of their actor money for effects. Will they That's though? True. Yeah, but I don't know because uh, it's, yeah. it's an amazing book. But I don't know if like a movie with two people in a car, the whole That's for a while true. <laughs> would be so thrilling. Yeah. yeah, it would be like a draw. Like I don't think people would be like, you gotta go see that that two people sitting in a car movie. It's it's, yeah. it's better as a book. I also read that book in a tub, same as on a sunbeam. Oh my gosh! So. <laughs> <laughs> I just the the big reveal towards the end of Are You Listening? I did not see coming at all, and I was just like, Oh, I haven't read it oh. yet. Don't. No. <gasps> That's why I said the big reveal. I didn't say what it was. I'm just okay. saying it really shook me to my. I didn't. It didn't shake me to my now. core, but I was like. <gasps> Wow. No. I don't Rochelle, you really should read it. I'm so it's nervous. Great. Whenever it's... people tell me like certain things are gonna like freak me out, I have such a weird, like emotional <laughs> response to like both music and comics that it makes it freaks me out. It I'm just like, should I wait until I'm like in a better mental state to read this comic book? <laughs> I feel that I think but you know, like, are you listening isn't something that like makes you I don't know. It, it it doesn't feel so, like, weighing you down, like, sad type thing. It mm-hmm. feels like, I don't know, like, in the wintertime when you, like, blow your nose and finally get it clean when you're just, like, kind of tired, but, like, oh, you feel better. Wow, <laughs> like, that was beautiful. Okay. I know exactly what that, yep. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know, the setting of that book, and, like, I feel like, like, she primarily, you know, she uses really, like, limited color palettes, like, Mm -hmm. in her books, so they'll be, like, mostly, like, black and white, but, like, she'll, like, add some stuff, and are you listening, I think, use, like, a bit more color than she normally does, um, in it, and it's just, like, I don't know, the whole, the whole mood and, like, feel of that book is so... what what's the word liminal? Is that what you said? Yeah. That exactly, like, pegs it, like, it's just... (sighs) It was weird. It put me in such a weird space when I finished it. I was just like laying there like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's haunting. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's that's all I got. But. And like, I especially like it. And they even, in a way, on a Sunbeam does the same thing where you have like kind of these like crazy, you know, fantastical things going on around uh, the main characters in the world. But it's like really focusing on the relationships between people. So mm. it's like. I don't know, it creates a weird sort of atmosphere that I love. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am tired of this magicless and spaceless existence. That yeah, I for real. <laughs> like, yeah. Where the fuck is the magic? <laughs> bring back the, the magic. magic. Yeah, bring it back. Man, bring it back. <laughs> you can take the technology, bring the fucking magic back. Or, I mean, I'll take a combination of the two. I don't care. <laughs> I'm the first person that wants to get a chip in their brain so I can just, like, look at Twitter behind my eyes. <laughs> oh, my but, God. That sounds cursed. Yeah, especially yeah. since, like, the Musk man is the one heading that whole project. <laughs> oh, I don't I'll get in touch in with him. Don't no, have but... any time for the Musk man. Mm, musky. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything else so, Anyone have any um, finishing statements? Um, I'm very hopeful that they'll republish a bunch of her older stuff because I was on Wikipedia a little bit today and a publisher that I didn't recognize published her like, like the, her little, her little graphic novels. Like, um, I love this part. And then I feel like there's another one with like city in a title this but i don't know but i think you're right so i'm like hey first second what if what if you grabbed mm-hmm. those and republished them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would be nice i think they are printing some more because i know let's put them in oh sick <laughs> um, bingo bongo <laughs> but 
Yeah, it's about that time. No yawning, Brenda. I'm You're yawning. gonna transmit it through the <laughs> screen. Wait, is the city inside the one? Oh, it's the cute one. Where like really fantastical things happen. Sounds I... great. I'm sold. I want it. Oh, sorry. I just googled it outside. <laughs> I know what this is. Nice. No I think that was a really good episode, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're great. Yeah. I, I think, think we're, we're gonna try to. I mean, it's not just going to be a comics podcast. It's going to be an, an all types of nerdy things co- podcast. But I mean, everyone I thought, think... like you said, it was anime probably. Like it's an so, anime podcast. It's a, <laughs> could be anything. But I think we also want to try to focus on talking about uh, comics a lot and like stuff that maybe all, all the other mainstream comic podcasts are not talking about. Yeah. Like queer, all ages graphic novels. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. the hot shit. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the best stuff. The I've best read, stuff. Yeah. Honestly, like you know, Batman gets kind of boring when you have all these really good, quote unquote, all ages graphic novels that are coming mm-hmm. out. There's just so many, like Witch Boy and Bloom and Listen, Witch Boy yeah. is that shit. It's so I good. need to read it's Witch so Boy. Good. I haven't read it. Oh, it's please so read good. it. You'll love it. It definitely wow, skews okay. like maybe a little younger. But still mm-hmm. had, you know, like, as we, we all know, it still has tons of value because it made me cry. Yeah. It's really good. Um, yeah. Snapdragon's another one. Snapdragon. Well, that one. Yeah. Gosh, Snapdragon that's... looks beautiful. Witchlight's really good if you can get your paws on it. Oh, oh I, I just got it. I haven't yeah. read it yet, but I just it got it. It's perfect. It looks good. Maybe we'll talk about these things at some point. Maybe <laughs> we will. I think that's all the time that we have for today. Um, as cool. always, our music is Minty Fresh by Louis Zong. You can find us on Twitter at Fictionality, F-I-C-T-I-O-N-A-L-I-T-E-A. Um, please follow us. We're kind of lonely. We'll be on Spotify pretty soon, but for now we're going to yeah. be on Anchor. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And before yeah. we go, don't forget to take some time for yourself, drink some tea, and enjoy things yeah. that are good to you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.